The word of the Lord that we consider together this morning is the opening of today's second reading from 1 Peter chapter 1. I share with you those brief verses one more time. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. And this is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord and Savior, dear fellow children of God, we hope that we will enjoy good health. We hope that our team will win the game. We hope a loved one's surgery will turn out well. We hope a vacation will be relaxing or exciting. There are so many things for which we hope in our day-to-day lives. What happens to our hopes? Some of those hopes come true. At other times, our hopes are disappointed. Some hopes come true, but only for a limited time. Isn't that really the case with so many of the things that we hope for? Our hopes for our health or our careers or our possessions, as good as those things can be, sooner or later, we have to let go of them all. Those hopes are really dying hopes because they come to an end. Those kinds of things cannot give us meaning or purpose or true happiness in life. Only a living hope can provide us with what we truly need. Where do we find a living hope? Do you know why so many of our hopes are dying hopes? It's because we are dying. Sinful from birth, we begin life spiritually lifeless, dead in our transgressions and sins, God's word says. And without spiritual life, We cannot do what God requires or please him. On our own, we would have no way of escaping an eternity of hopelessness and judgment for the ways that we have hurt others and our failures to obey God. Even if every other earthly hope went our way during our time here, that could offer no hope or comfort if we spend eternity separated from God. And you and I could not change that. But God could and has changed that. What has God done? Our reading tells us, in his great mercy, God our Father has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. God's mercy is great always greater than our needs. 
God's mercy is his undeserved love. He saw us dead in our sins with only a dying hope. And he chose to have compassion on us and to give us spiritual life. God is love and he wants us to know his love and to live with a living hope. And so in love, God sent his own son to live and die for us. With his sinless life, Jesus achieved the righteousness that we need, a righteousness that he gives to us as a free gift. We need all of our sin and guilt removed from us. Our Heavenly Father placed all of our sin upon his own Son and treated him as guilty of our sins. The painful punishment that he suffered. The God-forsaken death that he endured. The price for sin was that high. A price that you and I could never have paid off. But that price has been paid in full by the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. All of my sin and your sin too. And risen from death, our Savior says, Peace be with you. Jesus has been raised because the price for sin has been paid and God declares you not guilty. As you look at the empty grave of Jesus in repentant faith, your heavenly Father says your sins are paid for. You are not guilty. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ for his great mercy. And, and look what his mercy now does to you. You have been given a new birth into a living hope. No longer are you spiritually lifeless. You have been made alive with this new birth as God's Holy Spirit has given you faith in Jesus. That is God's work, God's gift to you. This new birth brings you into God's family where you are his child, alive in Christ. And look what that does to your hope. You are born anew into a living hope. Hope that does not fail or fade away. Hope that always remains and is guaranteed to come true. And so you have hope, not only when you are happy and healthy and things are going well. Living hope does not leave you in times of certainty, uncertainty and loss. It will not cease even in death. And so what gives hope this kind of life so that it becomes a living hope? It happens through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. As Christ has been raised, you too have been given new life, raised with Christ. In your baptism, your old sinful way of life was buried with Christ. And connected to Christ, you have been raised in new life that never ends with hope that never ends. Do you remember how Jesus gave his disciples living hope? When they thought that Jesus was still dead, they locked the doors and they hid in fear. 
until the living Lord appeared among them and sent their fears far away and restored their hope. If Jesus is still dead, we could and would have no hope. We would still be in our sins and our faith would be useless. But Jesus has indeed been raised from the dead. And because Jesus lives, you and I have a living hope. Hope for what? God's word directs us to the answer. An inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Do you know that you have an inheritance awaiting you? If you could know that some wealthy relative had written you into their will with a, a generous gift, would you worry less about having enough and feel a little more secure about your future? If an earthly inheritance can do that, one that can be reduced by taxes or inflation, if an earthly inheritance can encourage us, how much more encouragement from an inheritance that can never perish or spoil or fade. Your heavenly Father has written you into his will. He says, you are mine, my dear child, and all I have is yours. And his signature is seen in the scars on the hands and side and feet of the risen Lord Jesus. When Jesus' disciples saw those scars, they were sure and you can be sure, too. Not even death could destroy the Son of God. Nothing can destroy the inheritance that awaits you, that place that your Savior is preparing for you in the Father's house. Awaiting you is peace that can never be disturbed and joy that will never end. And a life where for the first time in our lives, we will be able to praise and glorify our God for his saving love. That is the inheritance that awaits you. It is kept in heaven for you. It is guaranteed. Guaranteed by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. But we know that we're not in full possession of our inheritance yet. What about the challenges that we face that threaten to dampen or to destroy our hope? Well, God thought about that too. God, who is keeping our inheritance safe in heaven, promises that he will keep us safe too. Our reading says, You through faith are shielded by God's power. Isn't Jesus' resurrection proof enough that he has power to keep us in faith? Our Savior speaks in his powerful word assuring us of his unfailing love. One day his mighty word will raise the dead. And with his powerful word, he now shields you to keep you his own in faith. Keep listening to that word. That word is the power of Jesus risen from the dead at work in you and for you. And because Jesus lives, you have 
a living hope. I read about a family who lost their home in a fire. Except for a brick chimney, everything else was gone, reduced to ashes. A young boy in that family stood in the front yard, deeply saddened by their loss. His grandfather stood at his side and said, Hush, my child. God is not dead. That can be hard to remember at a time like that, at a time of loss or suffering or fear. But that grandfather was right. God is not dead. Jesus lives, and in him there is living hope. When the results of a medical test are not what you were hoping they would be, remember Jesus is not dead. Raised from death, he holds you and your future in his hands, and you can live in hope. When events in our world look more and more menacing and out of control, remember Jesus is not dead. Raised from death, he is ascended to the Father's right hand where he rules all things. When you must confess that sin again, one you know you should have avoided, one you could have avoided. And Satan says, can you still hope for God to love you after that? Remember, your Savior is not dead. He draws near in his word and he says to you, peace be with you, I paid for that sin too. And he restores our hope. When death comes near, remember that the grave that could not hold Jesus for long will not hold you forever either. In living hope, you can take your final breath confident that you will live even when you die. So often it helps to be able to see the big picture. Our Bible reading shows us that. You, through faith, are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. That shows us the Lord Jesus returning in his glory at the end of time to safely gather his people to live with him in eternal victory in heaven. And where are you in that big picture? You are there, shielded by God's power. Your sins forgiven and washed away, eternally alive in Christ, your risen Savior. In Jesus' resurrection, you have a living hope. Continue to hear and to learn the words of Jesus risen from the dead, the power that keeps your hope alive. Because Jesus has sent you to share that message of Jesus risen from the dead with others so that they also may come to have a living hope. And then place all of your hopes for all of your life into the hands of Jesus in whose resurrection you have a living hope. Amen.